the best part of your week is about to begin. This is the time where we talk shop, swap stories, and share lessons from our wild adventures in the creative industry. With each and every lovingly crafted episode, we strive to bottle that magic, warm, electric feeling you get after coffee with a new friend or attending a fantastic breakout session at a creative conference. You might start as strangers, but you'll leave as friends. Buckle up, settle in, and get ready for this episode of Making a Mark. Hello and welcome to another episode of Making a Mark. The lovely Friday, or whenever you're listening to this episode, pastime you get every week where you get to hear from me and my delightful podcast compatriot, Ashley Ulmer. Compatriot? Ash, is that today? a word? Compatriot? It for sure, it for sure is a word. It's is a it? thousand percent a word. Yes, I was homeschooled. Don't don't come at my vocabulary, bro. I, <laughs> I was will, public. I was public I schooled, will, so I I think I would know a thing or two. You know what I mean? Like public school. No, no, no. You're street smart, <laughs> uh, and my wife reminds me regularly that I am not street smart. Uh, but we make that's what makes us a good team on the podcast, and then you're, my wife and I make smart. a good team at home. So here it is, <laughs> compatriot, a fellow citizen. Or national of a country, so you're my fellow you podcast. Know why citizen. I maybe I how why I haven't heard it is because I feel like I say compadre. Is that like the Spanish what? version of compatriot? <laughs> you know what? I don't know. Compadre, <laughs> compadre is way more fun. Yeah, way I of always addressing or referring to a friend or compadre. Yeah, so compadre is usually more like surfer buddy talking. Okay. Um, which is definitely more of your and my vibe. And compatriot, I've only heard like, uh, uh, what do they call it? Communists using it. Like that's, that's those, they're the ones talking talk about compatriots a whole lot. So sure. I don't know where okay. that came from today. All right. But, that, that explains uh, in it. Tip, that explains it. In typical making a mark fashion, we are off the rails as fast yeah. as possible. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. It is the season man, finale. We're, we're, we're at the, we're at the end. Right the like, end. What the heck? Like it feels like crazy? we just it, we just started the season not too long ago, but we've we've cranked out some episodes on this mother, and uh, I've enjoyed yeah. them. Uh, I absolutely did not make time to do the thing that I said I would do and go back and listen to everything. Uh, what's <laughs> up, everybody in the chat? Thanks for joining us. Um, but I probably will do that at some point because I really do like each one of these episodes feels like a, a, a precious little snowflake. Like they're all different. They're all <laughs> delightful. And I never quite know what to expect when we start them out. Um, yeah. And we do have something I'm really like nervous slash excited, nerve sided to share. Uh, but before we get into that, um, oh, you know what I really wish we could do right now is what? we had like a queued up like montage of like slow motion uh, like moments from the podcast really? over the course of the season with like <laughs> that'd be so yeah funny. like a, like like some 90s michael w smith playing behind it or something yeah. and then we like just jump straight back into the episode so uh, if anybody it. was well, to volunteer that, as okay? video editor well that's what i'm saying the, the the show needs a video editor it has for some time so anybody who wants to just volunteer like six hours a week for free um Boy, that'd be great. Um, yeah. Put that, put so, that <laughs> with the, the person that you're hiring for Brightpole. They can do that too. No, that, actually, this is the thing about hiring people. You have to like specific lanes for them. You can't say like, hey, I need you to build out logo files and edit videos for a podcast that loses money. Like that's not a thing. Yeah. That's not the way. Oh, thing. Well, it should be. <sighs> Such is life. Um, anyway, I, I would love to go ahead and bring up our dear friends here. So guest number one. 
We've got Rachel joining us of Rayco Design. Hey. Rachel. Hi, Rachel. Welcome What's aboard. up? Hey. How are you doing today? Thanks. So good. Thanks for having me. We're Absolutely. so excited to so, talk to you. We are. We are indeed. I um I saw your stuff. I think somebody sent you, us your your stuff originally like as a suggestion for the show. And I was like, oh, this is sick. Like you're truly embracing like uh, I feel like a, a lifestyle that a lot of us uh, yearn for, maybe not practically makes sense for, for a lot of us, but um, you seem to be doing like the cool, like desert nomad thing slash cool illustrator designer gig slash going to pop up shot. At least that's what it looks like on a quick skim. I would love to kind of hear from you. Like what's the, what's the scoop? What's the skinny? Yeah. So I'm an illustrator currently living in St. George, Utah, originally from San Diego. Uh, so yeah, I create, designs for brands primarily in the outdoor or like overland off-road industry really like kind of a few different ways that I go but primarily like outdoor um so yeah it's really fun I love to camp and like do all the outdoor things so I kind of like to like bring art along for the ride <laughs> like it's a part of my passion so yeah it's That's so cool when yeah, you first started um when you first started out designing, is that kind of the lane you wanted to go in, like kind of like the outdoorsy look, or did your has your style changed over time? I feel like yeah, like the outdoor like vibe and scene was always my like aim. Um, mm -hmm. So like in college, I went to um, school for art, and I always like really wanted to like like Patagonia was like the dream, like sure. something Patagonia, <laughs> like that whole yeah. kind of yeah arena so i'd say yeah it, it was always the aim but it's kind of like transitioned a bit as far as like kind of the off-road scene goes um i have my husband to thank for that that's <laughs> so, so yeah cool. that's awesome yeah. well well that's great uh let's hope patagonia is uh tuned into the podcast today and their creative <laughs> <Right>? department sees <laughs> tastes and sees the magic sauce here love yeah, these colors um i've got a thank question you. for you so you're 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 obviously out there roaming roaming around, um, and I mm -hmm. won't derail the conversation and talk about your car for twenty minutes like I want to because <laughs> uh, I want to really upgrade my car now. Um, yeah, how much of the time are you in your cool studio versus out roaming the earth? So we try to get out as much as possible for around about six months. We were just living out of my husband's foreigner, so a fourth gen. Um, so it was mm -hmm. just us and our two giant dogs just living in that thing, which was really fun, but really hard. So we did that um, a year ago. So that was six months. And then we moved here in August. So we try to get out like every weekend or we mountain bike during the week or whatever. But yeah, we try to get out and camp as much as possible. Um, hopefully my husband's in uh, trade school right now. So hopefully when he gets out, we'll kind of get back out there a little bit longer. So Back cool. to the open road. Now that's sick. Um, and so, yeah, I, just, I that, that's I, I always get curious about like how things work, like on a practical level. So I'm like, oh yeah, cool, like super vibey out here in the desert, just drawing pictures of dogs and stuff. But like, <laughs> how do you get like Wi-Fi and like where do you upload your files? At? Like, like are you actively like, okay, cool, poured my coffee. Now we're like cranking out some emails like how did or, or were you like on low burn phase because expenses were lower in the desert I mean I was I went into we went into the trip like I was we were financially kind of okay I was kind of like okay like I'll work here and there but it's not going to be like 
you know, my everything. I want, we want to like really enjoy the travels. Um, mm. but like out, out there, it kind of like just exploded. <laughs> like, so I was really busy, which was awesome. And I still felt like I was able to like, um, not make that everything and still really enjoy being outside. So yeah. Um, yeah. Ain't that the way it goes? You're like, all right, I want to turn down the volume a little bit. I just want to go do my thing. And then that's the thing that takes off. Uh, Mm -hmm. I love that. Uh, Ashley is in charge of selecting a piece of your work that we'd love for you to unpack in the segment of the show that I always forget the name of. How did you make that mark is what we're calling it today. <laughs> We've already forgotten a segment, Ashley, about how. Yeah, I, is I don't know today. any of the names. So that, that sounds good well, to me. That they, works. It helps. It helps that the names of the segments <laughs> change every time and we forget them every other time. So, yeah, it's fine. I don't think anybody one. knows. <laughs> anyway, this is the one I chose for you <laughs> to awesome. talk about because I love I love how you draw so many dogs because I so we have three dogs and they're all big dogs and I love dogs so I just loved this one so I wanted to just kind of talk over with you um, was this a piece of work for a client or is this just a fun thing you just made uh, to post up or what what's the story behind this guy? So I just made this one for fun. Um, I don't remember exactly who I was talking to, but somehow it came up. We were like, no bad dogs, like whatever, like, you know, dogs are dogs. And then like, you got to train them. But I mean, yeah, (laughs) no bad dogs. And then I was like, wait, no bad dogs. Because I have this like kind of like theme with like no bad days. Um, So I have like sweatshirts with that. And like, that's like a whole thing. So I was like, no bad dogs. So I was just kind of like, just went with it. And then I, I, was love like, I love that. I mean, if you throw a cowboy hat on a dog, it's always going to end up pretty good. So, <laughs> yeah, for yeah. Sure. I love it. Is this modeled after one of your guys' dogs? No, this is just, I, I try to, I usually always model after my own dog. So I was like, let me try to mix it up and do something a little different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's yeah. so cute. I love it. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Thank Have you. you seen uh, Sam Larson is another big like outdoor guy. Have you seen his yeah. stuff? Oh, yeah. Yeah, his stuff he'd be, is He'd be putting some uh, – I, I love the combos he does. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but, like, he'll put, like, a cactus in a roller skate or, like – I know he put hats on a yeah. bunch of stuff a while back. Like, Yeah. Um, and it's always just like, oh, that's a great idea. And yeah. I love your – if yeah. it was up to me to pick, I would do Rome to the Bone. Another great little phrase. <laughs> but we've oh. got the moose skeleton in here, which feels like the most appropriate segue for our next guest – Mr. Jason Aldine Craig the third. <laughs> How y'all doing? Jason, Hi, Jason. doing great. Hey, doing great. Good. Um, I, I would love to, I know we normally have our guests introduce themselves, and I will have Jason do some of that for himself. But uh, as a fellow Augustan, Augustinian, what do we call ourselves? Augustans. Augustans local. Augustans. Yeah, okay. as a, he, Augustans. He is uh, Augustus' sweetheart when it comes to the creative design community. Um, he's worked at, uh, I think a lot of the agencies at this point and his murals are up all over town. And, um, he also does the conference circuit like nobody's business. Uh, he is, he has, uh, been a great mentor in my career and, uh, has taught me a whole heck of a lot. And then he also, I'm learning this now. We actually, our, our guest last week, Alex, uh, said he's like everybody's design dad. And I was like, that makes actually a ton of sense. Like he, <laughs> He's like, he's just like, hey, let me let me sling out some some uncle wisdom for you here. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, 
Jason is an accomplished no. illustra- illustrator and designer, and uh, I mean you can you can name drop if you like. I know the Atlanta Braves and uh, United and uh, yeah. like gobs of other yeah. like corporate stuff, but yeah, yeah, and the Falcons. I got I, I've got everybody with the Hawks now. Dang, so, dang, that's yeah. sick. Uh, and <laughs> not to mention that I'm ironic since. And I'm a fashion expert too. Don't forget that part. <laughs> I was fashion gonna, expert did, part. Did you spray paint that or uh, airbrush no, that? No, no, this is a gift. So uh, people say it's hard to buy gifts for me, but I, it's it's simple. All you got to do is go to Mexico and get somebody to airbrush me a t-shirt. And it's, <laughs> it's perfect. It's exactly what I want. Exactly what you want. Um, but yeah, yeah. Thanks for that. Thanks for the, that that lovely intro. Um, yeah, I mean, I do I do a lot of illustration and design, and and I've had the privilege to work with some pretty big companies and get some really visible things out there. Um, but you know, I'm just do it like everybody else. I guess. I don't know. You have, you've also have like an interesting approach, um, that like just baffles me. Uh, but I see it like how you actually like prep play it out. You're like, you have, you have two types of projects, extremely expensive ones or free ones. Like there is not <laughs> a lot of in between for you. Like it's either, Hey, like no you know, uh, a government art project or Atlanta Braves or um, Tony's hot dog stand down the street or mm. like teaching <laughs> high schoolers how to do a mural. Uh, and like, yeah. there's just, there's a huge chasm in here, whereas my like business model is almost the polar opposite. But that's, yeah. uh, that's cool. Uh, that's that's cool. fairly accurate. That, that is pretty accurate too, because I, I had this thing where I was like this like studio minimum thing. And when these small businesses would come to me and I'd be like, well, we have to figure out how to like bulk up your stuff to get to this minimum. And then I finally was just like, look, I'm either going to do it or I'm not. And rather than like try to get the corner store to just like, you know, just pool their life savings to get me to do stuff for them. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to help you out and do this. And then I'll just take it out on the regional bank that hires me. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Ashley, was this the post that you wanted to look at? I don't see it. Do you, is it up? What? No, it's not up. Love <laughs> well, of God. First, All I right, wanted, we're here on the season said, finale, I and to, I still don't know how to run the, yeah, the screen presenter. That, here. That's the one. That's but great. real quick, I wanted to ask Jason, why are you the 29th? What does that mean? Okay, uh, I've told this story so many times. I'll try to keep it really short. Sorry. So when I was in in high school in 1994, they showed us the internet like for the first time and they were showing how you could set up your own website and set up your own email and all this. And they were like, use your name. And I was like, I don't want to use my name. I don't want to like blow it. Like now, like I, like I might need that later on in life. Like jasoncraig.com might like be something someday. And I don't want it to be some high school kids portfolio. Right. And so, <laughs> uh, to like play off of Friday the 13th and then like my number in sports, my lucky number is 29. And so I just like on the spot came up with Jason, the 29th, in internet class in 1994 and <laughs> it's still that's what it is um, I, I do not i don't recommend anybody sets up their business with jason the 29th.com <laughs> or something that you have to explain and spell out <laughs> to everybody you meet that, no, that you I can't think, remember i think it's awesome yeah. because then you have a story i so, thought you were gonna say like you went to go set up jason.com or something and it was taken and so you were like the 29th jason to make yeah, a yeah. website no, so yeah. <laughs> That's, that's, that's hilarious. That's what's hilarious to me is like he said, "Oh, because it's 1994. Jasoncraig.com is available. He could have bought that." You said, "No, right?" Uh, I said, "No, I no. didn't want to." Yeah, I, I didn't want to blow it. Did you? Did you sense purchase that? 
or is it? No, taken? no, no. So it, it became a it became a wedding singer in New York. So JasonCraig.com oh. was a wedding singer, and it was like those like old GeoCity sites have like the three D rotating fire and like all that crazy stuff back in the day. Yeah, so it it could be available now. I haven't even looked in a million years. Uh, I'm about to buy uh, this domain. You should keep you it buy my domain. Then rent it to me. Yeah, let's, let's go, yeah, let's get, I'll sublet your domain to you. But yeah, oh, it was a, um, it was a wedding singer for years. That's hilarious. I love that it was a wedding singer too. That just makes mm -hmm. it even even better. Mm -hmm. But to complicate things yeah. even more, there's also there's there's a couple other artists named Jason Craig that do comic book stuff in a very similar style as me. Oh wow! So Boy, is really that wonderful? Yeah, isn't yeah, that wonderful. Uh, also, for those of you who don't already follow Jason, he uh, how long have you been running your your own solo gig here? Uh, twenty nineteen, like since okay. since about six months Three. before pandemic. Okay. I picked a great Perfect. time. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Jason will also run the uh, work for work for yourself. Oh my gosh! Um, thing into the mm -hmm. ground. This is actually an ad he took out in the ad fed where he had employee of the month, <laughs> a full spread of like he is the employee of the cats? month for twelve months. They are. Oh my gosh! They're they're my actual cats, and I actually posed them and took those pictures. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. All right. What was the uh oh you know it what? Was, I actually thought of a better uh description for you than um the design dad. You are every designer's favorite designer. Like the like I mean, this is like a combo move you did with Aaron Draplin. Like you know yeah. everybody, but not not every like average Joe off the street knows you, which is such right. an odd dynamic to me. But um anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, where, where was I don't the know post at? Go, go down real quick, Josh. I think I want to change it. Can I do this okay. one with the little lab? Because he looks just like my dog, and I'm obsessed. That's so cool. Oh, We're doing two dogs today. I love it. Love to see. Yeah, it. I'm a dog person. That's I love it. What is what is this one? What was this for? So that was for the Atlanta United season calendar. So, um, so this one actually cool. has a pretty pretty cool story. Uh, I got a call or I got an email. It was like a very like like. A, a very businessy LinkedIn ish sounding email that it was like, you know, we love your work and uh, been a fan for a while. And we would love to see if there's opportunities to work together and all this. And it was from Atlanta United, the soccer team in Atlanta. And I was like, emailed back. I was like, yeah, let's get on the phone tomorrow. I'm headed to Atlanta and uh, let's talk about it. And so um, this guy Tuck called me and, uh, I get on the phone with him. Oh, and at the end of the email, it says, I see we've got some mutual friends, which then I was like, I mean, it's the internet, you know, like technically like we're probably all mutual friends with like sure. Obama or something. It doesn't mean we got mutual <laughs> friends. Right. And so, um, yeah. Uh, and he's like, and he was like, uh, I think, you know, my buddy Tim in Orlando. And I was like, Tim Stiles that runs native screen print. He's like, yeah. He's like, he was my college roommate. And I was like, that's cool. I was a groomsman in his wedding. And, uh, That's and wild. I was like, I just got a, I was like, I got a feeling I'm going to get this job. So, uh, so they needed, they wanted me to draw this particular one. So, um, they're doing the season calendar and they have this program at the games where they train, um, service animals. And so they use the stadium and all the noise to get these, these dogs uh, used to oh, this okay. chaos. Yeah. And so they become service animals for like people with PTSD and things like that. Sure. And that's a program they have. Well, when I'm on the phone with him, I was like, well, there's 12 months in the year. Like, why don't I just go ahead and do all 12 of them? And they laughed. And I was like, and I'm being serious. 
And so um, they're like, well, let's start with one. Well, then like a day later, they called me and they're like, uh, can you do three? I was like, yep. And then about an hour after that, they go, can you do six? I was like, yep. And they're like, what? And they're like, well, here's the thing. We need them in two weeks. Oh, geez. And this was in December of Ain't that 21. The way. Yeah, they, we need them in two weeks. And I said, I got some really bad news for you. I'm going to have to get them done in one week because I'm going on a cruise Friday. And, uh, and so I was like, I was like, if I get this stuff done, can y'all actually approve it? And they're like, we swear to God, we can approve it. And I was like, all right. And I did six, uh, calendar pages in five days, including this one. That's awesome. So so yeah, that was, uh, Josh, scroll scroll to the next one. I want to see, I didn't realize there was more than just this little guy. Yeah. So there's, that's the the original sketch I got approved. Okay, cool. No, that's, I don't know if I put, I might've put them on there by date. Uh, there's there a couple. We go. we there you go. Oh, okay. I gotta go to the go to the um go to the Earth Day one. Uh huh. So oh, that okay. so that is Josh. So every time I draw a character, <laughs> a, I think of a person for this one. Yeah. So I so I think of a person, and a lot of times it's myself. So like the dog, it was just myself. Um, sure. But then like I don't want them to all have the same attitude. And so I'll, I'll like project like an image of somebody I know. And then I'm like, well, what would that person be doing? And this right here is Josh. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I'm pretty sure I've got hats very similar to this deal. That's I mean, so it looks cool. to me, it's that's your attitude and everything. So, so yeah, I did, I, I did six it. of those and uh, yeah, There's I so did do some more stuff. I love yeah. it. That's awesome. It's so sick. And Jason has done a ton of the restaurants uh, here and abroad too, but. So cool. That's awesome. Ah, well, yeah. guys, um, speaking of local restaurants, uh, I think this is the appropriate like drum roll time to kind of talk about what I want to hit today. Um, you know, typically when we're having these conversations, we're all circling up to just talk about a uh, challenge or big, you know, blue sky question about creativity and the industry that we, we all work in. Um, and today I'm going to steal the podcast to get you guys to help me workshop uh, something that is that is coming to life here very soon in the Whiting household. Um, I, my wife, and uh, several partners are actually going to be launching a brick-and-mortar coffee shop here in Augusta, Georgia, called Trellis Coffee Bar. And uh, this thing has been like months in the making. They were working on it for months before I joined, and it's been about a year of stuff behind the scenes. And now we're starting to kind of see some of the iceberg above the surface. And so I was really pumped. It's like, this feels like a great way to do the season finale. Like uh, on top of that, like I'm working 700 hours a day and I was like, I need to probably land the plane on the podcast for this season. Plus the (laughs) kids are getting out of school. It just felt like all roads led to, to this, this being the finale today. But um, yeah, I'm so pumped to kind of walk you guys through this stuff. So I'm so, I'm so pumped for you guys. That's so awesome. It is. And I, I know I actually have told you about this before, um, but sometimes it's like, yeah, we're going to probably do a, a coffee shop or something. And there's like a bunch of different shades of that. But then there's like, oh, no, like you guys have a, a building and a place and a, a thing that you're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's here. Just Trellis Coffee Bar on uh, Instagram. we got a website, which we'll look at in a second. This little dude is let's let's look at the let's, it's a it's a creative show. Let's look at the. Yeah, the I want to look guide. at like, yeah, let's see that stuff. All right, so, so cool. here here is the – oh, wait, can we see this? No, love of God, Josh. Okay. Uh, podcast <laughs> listeners, uh, you didn't miss anything because you can't see anything. But 
Um, let me go present my not slides screen. This is the most is like first fumbled. time. Yeah, yeah it's first, like first it's, first it's only our thirtieth episode. <laughs> Every single time, I have to remember how to do it. To be fair, I do feel like Streamyard could have like where you could have a bunch of files prepped and different screens down here. Just pull them up and down. Instead, you've got to unshare and reshare the the screen every time. But anyway, mm -hmm. so I treated uh, the partners like a client, and we walked through my normal logo process. And uh, you know, we want this thing. It is in an old uh, kind of mid century filling station. I think it was an old Sinclair shop. Uh, oh, we wanted cool. to embrace that and not just homogenize it. Uh, Onyx Coffee will be our roaster. Uh, we got to go to Arkansas and do training with them back in February and get in the belly of the beast and get in the lab. And like, it was so, so sick. Um, but yeah, this is kind of where we want it to be both aspirational and approachable. We don't want it to be so hipster and cool that everybody feels yeah. alienated when they walk in. But also <laughs> you leave happily learning and tasting some new things is kind of the, yeah. the goal here. No, I love that because I will say like here in, in Albuquerque, we have like a great like coffee bar and even like brewery scene or whatever. Um, but there are a few coffee shops that are so hipster that I won't go to because I'm like, <laughs> I don't like, I mean, I don't know, just because they're like annoying, like the way they like treat you when you walk in. I'm like, I'd rather like go to this whatever coffee shop. I don't know. So I appreciate that. I like that thought. Well, that's that's something mm -hmm. we're working on because it's one of those things like once you get excited about something new, it's hard not to geek out and be like, single origin dosage like you get into all the like stuff like please dear god can you just like pour something in this cup for me just give me um, some coffee i don't care that's <laughs> it cool. rachel are you a coffee person oh yeah i love coffee got my coffee right okay. here I should have oh, yeah. I I, I asked that like before we jumped to the episodes like oh before we spend a bunch of time talking about a coffee shop i should make sure at least <laughs> yeah do you like coffee. it which, uh, oh, yeah. So yeah, we ran with the the front of the shop. Like this is what the building looks like. We got these two big bay doors that can open when the weather's nice. Oh sweet. Um, and really want again wanted to kind of like revitalize what's here, not gut it. And so we're keeping a whole whole heck of a lot of the stuff in there. Um, and we said, hey, like to cement the fact that this is a a location and the location's kind of cool looking. We're going to use the building and the logo. And we get the little micro guy over here for smaller yeah. applications. I like that Simplified one, yeah. the lines a bit. Um, yeah, we're really just trying to kind of hit line drives here, not do anything too, too crazy. Because it's not like we're in Atlanta or Charleston or Charlotte or Greenville where you're competing with four other specialty shops. Like, yes, there are coffee shops here, but we just we want this thing to kind of feel like it's been transplanted from one of those bigger markets to Augusta. Uh, and then, as always, I'm a maximalist, so just cranked out a thousand different variations of the the logo and kind of stuff in the neighborhood here um and yeah the colors are this sinclair is actually from the shop so this green color mm -hmm. is on the outside of the shop this is a tile inside the shop and we just kind of oh, built cool. everything else around that got the pink as like kind of like a funky accent deal and here's some of those in color and just again trying to keep this thing feeling real it's wild. We've been like doing this thing for like a year and I'm still struggling to perfectly articulate the, the right words for the, the what's in my brain. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's like, you know, like it's like the gold school Spotify playlist there. It's just like kind of mellow and like got some soul to it. And like, that's kind of the, the zone that I want. That's the soundtrack I want people playing in people's head when they're yeah uh, up in the shop doing things. But 
So here is a photo of oh, the actual sweet. building. Uh, That's cool. It is, it is so, so cool. cool getting up inside there. This is obviously like a real rough mock-up. And Jason is actually going to be um, uh, suspending from the sky on, the, on <laughs> yeah. the little drummers from heaven in the megachurch. He's going to be uh -huh. painting the <laughs> – doing the lettering over the, the oh, deal sick. here. Okay. That's right. Uh, yep. And uh, we've yep. got another mural artist coming over here and doing some like uh, some like roads with vines and flowers interwoven in it to be like, you know, trellis and then like Augusta cityscape, not oh. cityscape. Uh, what's it called? Like the city grid. Skyline. Um, oh, yeah, that's like a map. Yeah. So that's that's, that's kind of like the gist of the brand. Let's look at some boring construction drawings. Um, no, I love these. looking at blueprints. I think it's so interesting. Mm hmm. Yeah, so this stuff, it, like, it, well, here's where I get frustrated is I'm like, we spend all these hours sweating all these choices, and then they crank out some little, like, you know, four kilobyte picture that is immensely pixelated to the point that oh, yeah. it's not useful anymore. Because <laughs> um, you can't see, like, and the colors are wrong, but, like, you can't see, but there's, like, these wood slats going off of the front of the bar that don't touch the floor and the ceiling so it's like okay you know kind of like this all the way around we've got our cool uh drive through and this um little cubby here so yeah we are pump pump pumped yeah but this is the view you walk in the front door you go order and then you turn to the right and is this location this, uh pretty close to cool. like where you guys live like where it's like because are you going to be physically working <sighs> at the shop or yeah in the owner's agreement um all partners have to work five hours a month like it's kind of like a Chick-fil-A-esque model sure. where like we are working shoulder to shoulder <clears throat> with our, our teams. Yeah. Um, a lot of my role is actually marketing and creative, obviously. So I'm going to be doing a little bit of outside sales. Uh, we've got a co coffee cart where we'll do like shake and espressos. I'll show you guys a video of that stuff in a second. And we've actually already started doing that. And um, it's been it's been awesome getting a lot of feedback and, uh, you know, people joining the email list and stuff. Cool. Uh, prior to so, uh, yeah, you walk in the. I can let me jump in and, and and add to that that location question because uh, so downtown Augusta is very walkable. Like we have the widest sidewalks in America, and oh, it's wow. very walkable. Mm. And there's so many like there's like coffee shops you can just go chill and sit down. That is not where they're putting this. They are putting this <laughs> on the busiest street in downtown Augusta, Walton Way, and the only other two coffee shops over there that I know of are Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. And so they're going to compete. They're going to go over there and compete with like the big the, boys, the yeah. big boys. And I think they're going to crush it because there's so many people over there that would rather yeah. have something local. And yeah. 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 So they are, they are really like innovating with this place where they're going. Yeah. We're, no. Yeah. That's genius. Cause like you trying, said, the, the place you would mm -hmm. normally put it where it's walkable and stuff. There's all other tons of local coffee. Right. Shops. It's a right. Good, good idea to do that. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. And that's so, gonna, so true too, uh, like, cause like for me, like I was saying, like we have a ton of local coffee shops here, but I, I will only go to the ones not, I mean, <clears> if I have time, like on a weekend, but I'm saying on a weekday, I will only go to the local ones that do have a drive through. Cause if they don't like, with mm -hmm. and stuff, it's just too hard. Like I'll either do that or I'll go to a Starbucks. Cause it's like too hard to get out, park, do a walk through the little, you know, downtown and all that stuff. Like it's too much. So I think that's, that's genius. Yeah. That's a great idea. Yeah. We're, uh, I'm always a big fan of like go where there's some undriven snow. Like there's the, the mm -hmm. kind of several hot spots where people are obviously putting coffee shops in town. Uh, there's one on the like, 
you know, richer, homogenized, less interesting side of town where it's like, oh, obviously this is going to be a hotbed for shops. And then there's the downtown strip Jason was talking about. And what we've got is a bunch of like 20,000 cars a day driving 30 miles an hour past our shops. It's not like fast traffic. It's a ton of slow traffic heading into work. And so hopefully, hopefully we will do it. Um, Early Bird Creative down here had a great question. Naming colors. Um, I, I know how I do that, but I would love to hear from you guys. Do y'all like what process do you use to name colors and presentations for people when it, when it's appropriate? Obviously, if you're just pitching illustration, they don't care what color it is, but or what I name just, it is, I but. just try to like think of cutesy fun names. I don't really like use a process. I just like come up with something that just sounds kind of cool. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Same here. Usually I look out in nature. I'm like, Oh, sandstone orange. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it sounds like we're all making it up as we go. That's fantastic. I think it, it also depends on the client too. So like if yeah. I'm working like, so like for instance, recently I just did like a, um, a brand for, uh, this women's clothing line and it's very much like, you know, inspired by like eighties and, you know, early nineties and stuff. And so like, it was like Barbie pink or like, you know, I don't know. So it's like, it depends on who you're working with too. Like you name it according to their mm-hmm. So I, I use, I use my naming to uh, steer my clients the direction I want them to go. And so I'll name like, you know, it'd be like Atlanta red, if it's like a Coca-Cola red, and then I'll name like, if they're between this red that I want them to use, or like a brown that I don't want them to use, I'll be like Atlanta red versus New Hampshire brown, you know, and and so they'll be like, well, I can identify with Atlanta, but what's this New Hampshire about? I was like, I mean, that's just New Hampshire brown. Yeah. Or there's like a really... Yeah. Or if it's like a really crazy color, I'll be like Asheville, you know, green or something so that they're kind of like identifying and kind of project like a tone with the name of the color. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. kind of, I do that with my mood boards too. I name my mood boards the same way. That's cool. And this is dirty, ugly, fat, booger green. Um, uh-huh. And then we have <laughs> yeah. nice pink. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Poop green. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've actually exactly. recently had a client specifically request booger green. They said, our kids are really into this color right now. I'm like, all right, I would never have picked this. I mean, it, li- it really is like a kind of beigey green color. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to wear this like sickly flesh colored t-shirt. But hey, if that's what they're into. You know, more power to them. Like but yeah, uh, I put this in, uh, or I'll put this in the chat too. This is one thing that I use to like quickly snag, uh, not not Pantense, what's it called? The hex code for stuff. It's called SIP. Been using it for years. It's like 10 bucks, one-time purchase. And it has, you can, I don't know if you guys can see it here, but it has turquoise blue. Like it'll have a little suggested name. Sure. Um, but then I'll like, you know, if you're pitching something to a youth group and then it's, it's like uh, deep lust uh, or whatever, or like, you know, the devil's taint is the color it comes up with. Like, All right. We got to, you know, we got to do, we got to like rename that one for you. We're not going to, we're not going to roll with that one. Um, but yeah, so I use sip and then I'll make them up. And then Jason, to your point, like the biggest ego stroke in America is uh, to just call the color, the client's name, or it's like, you right. know, like client, client blue, like they own the color. Like, like, uh, <laughs> that's a page I took from agency days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and yeah. And you order it from Pantone and they send you a, the swatch with their name on it. And you can just show them that they really do own the color. You, you bought this star. Yeah. You, yeah. You bought this. Yeah. yeah. You own my shed in virtual land. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, uh, you're really not living, buddy. If you've never named a color, man, you need to go taste the rainbow this weekend to go 
think of a name for a color. It's it's mm-hmm. it's riveting. <laughs> Josh, your uh, the trellis the trellis green on your website is literally the color of my water ball. It's like destiny. That's so <laughs> now good. I need one of your uh, stickers to put on my water bottle. Yeah, you do. I've got we got stickers. Um, I don't really know how this helps. Like this is where like I've, I haven't really been in a big hurry to shit tell the 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 bright coal and making a mark crew about this because like I mean most of y'all aren't in Augusta or even driving distance from Augusta. But <laughs> if you want a free coffee or tea when we open, you can join the email <laughs> list and we'll send you a coupon. I'll drive sixteen hours to come get a free coffee. <laughs> that's, that's, that's good. It. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, what what we have been doing here lately is uh, we figured out a cold cart where we can like uh, make drinks without power, without water. Like we can, uh, you know, and it's, cool. it's similar to like a cocktail experience where, uh, you know, we try and serve them in somewhat interesting glasses if they're not to go. We got garnishes sure. and it's, you know, it's it, the, the analogy I keep using for folks too is like, hey, you've got you know, you've got a McDonald's like griddle fried burger, but like what if somebody tried really hard? And I think most towns have a local spot that has, you know, some kind of smash burger. And it's like it's roughly the same ingredients. But what happens if those ingredients are fresh? It's made with intentionality. You know, the people that are working there are having fun. Like it's just a, you know, it's a night and day difference. I mean, at the end of the day, it's all, you know, bean water, sugar and milk. But like how how can you do that with a little more oomph behind it? And, uh, so yeah, we've been, we've been running this puppy and without even like advertising it, we've been booking more than we have time for right now. So I'm pumped, but that's what my life has been lately. I literally had two of these this week. Um, and, uh, you know, just stand up till 4am working on projects and stuff in between. So I got to go to one of these a couple of weeks ago. It was really cool. Uh, it was fun because we, I went up to like this neighborhood and it's just, houses and there's like a little sign about this big it's like it's in you know what you're looking for is in the backyard and i just like walked around the backyard and this video i think it's the same spot like it looks like yeah, the exact yeah, same yeah. place that, that one was at and uh you just walk so, back there and josh has just got that cart just making cool stuff slinging beans baby so cool. yeah i drink like a like, thousand coffees in an hour i could see that like <laughs> yeah. totally at like uh i don't know almost like a bridal shower or like a brunch thing for like a wedding type of thing or 100 so or a poster show 100 <clears throat> yeah or a poster show yeah or which brings show. up the, uh jason again not really helpful for people outside of augusta but jason has, uh puts on a poster oh, show and it is so freaking sick <clears throat> it's like uh rachel do you go to like conferences very much honestly no I have not I'm a conference lady, <laughs> but I'd be down. What about you? What about you? Actually, are you a conference fiend? Mm-mm, no, no. Mm. I mean, I'm, like, a, I'm a conference like, ho in spirit. Like, I want to go to creative conferences, but oh, yeah, I just, I would love to. by the time they roll around, I'm like, mm, money, mm, time, mostly time, mm, yeah. my family, mm, my clients, and that kind of thing. So I end up like not going. But I've been to a few. They're a blast, and always my takeaway. Is like, geez, that was so sick. I learned something from two of the 10 speakers. Uh, but my favorite part was at that restaurant, or my favorite part was the plane mm-hmm. ride, or my fit, you know, like those little in between yeah. moments. And that's where I get so hyped about uh, the poster show Jason's put together. He's already done one of them, 
Um, and it's like, hey, what if we have a conference without speakers? So it's all just the fun vibes in between and buying posters, which is another thing that people do at conferences. That's just go cool. like clean out everybody's merch tables because, uh, you know, we designers have the best stickers and posters and doodads. Right. Right? Jason actually sells chicken bones at his uh, his booth. Yeah, He's, I got, uh, I got Ikea wrenches. I got spider rings, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Things you need. <laughs> Things you need. I'm gonna That's I'm gonna cool. pull it up here to see if you got I know you got some so of these up on the site. Poster show like poster show, you're you're not meaning like just specifically posters, like it's just any yeah. sort of merch or just no 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 no, no, no. It's just so what I do is I get I recruit uh, thirty artists and they all have to make a poster that's based that's that that's just the broad theme of Augusta and there's so much from here, you know, like all the famous people that have lived here, the golf aspect of it the military there's so much stuff here cool. and just their spin on it and yeah we just make posters we don't just do anything but we make posters that we sell them and that's uh cool. have like a big like kind of party type atmosphere it's fun that's sweet are the posters <laughs> are they all like screen printed type thing or just depends no on i wish i wish we could screen print them but there's the like out of all the 30 artists there's maybe five that are capable of doing that Sure. And, sure. you know, one day maybe we could do it as a screen printed show. But for now, I, I partner with a printer that does a really good job. Uh, cool. Offset That's printer. awesome. That's super cool. All right, gang. So uh, now that you've kind of heard the pitch, uh, I feel like there's like seven things I probably haven't showed you yet about the shop. But um, I would love to just like hear from you guys. Like if you were launching a coffee shop tomorrow, like what would you do? Like what what's what's like the... I don't know. How do, how do I make sure that this is the best thing it ever, like the best I had an idea. ever existed? I had, an idea and I, I had an idea over the weekend. I texted it to myself so I wouldn't forget. So, oh, you know, how in Bob's, you know, on Bob's burgers, they got like the sign that's got the different burger with like the pun on it, like in the background. Yes. Yes. Okay. No, Ashley so, doesn't believe in adult animation. So she was probably really? not even <laughs> seen squeaky clean. Bob's I've seen, burgers. I've seen some Bob's burgers. Yes. Right. Well, what if because of kind of where you are, like in a neighborhood sort of, what if every month or every week you changed your Wi-Fi password and you had a chalkboard and the Wi-Fi password was something that was up on that board? All right. Like, like Bob's Burgers. Writing that That's down. Cool. That's so great. <laughs> We're making a mark. Coffee shop ideas. Bob's Burgers Wi-Fi. Yeah, that's another one that is interesting. Like you're you're thinking like, oh shoot, like I need to turn these tables, but I also want this place to be super vibey and like a great place to be. Like how do you yeah. balance have a great time for one hour and then leave, please? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like people just come in and set up all their textbooks. Cause we're also like bicycle distance from the college. Um okay. so it's like I can totally imagine, you know, we got a tight-ish space. And somebody sure. like comes in, one person sets up on like one of our two, like four top tables with a bunch of textbooks and just orders a black coffee and stays there for six hours. I'm like, that's how do we alleviate that? Sure. But, do you guys you have know, a patio space too, like outside? We do, uh, sort of. So that's one of the things that with those bay doors, like we can open them up and yeah. bada boom, bada boom. Are you guys going to allow dogs? That's a great question. Um, oh, that's the guess. <laughs> they're, they're, they're probably going to, I don't know. They're probably going to bring dogs. Uh, yeah, they, they will bring dogs. dogs. 
There will be. Well, one thing is like it's a real different vibe when those bay doors are open versus closed. Sure. Um, so we'll have like the work bar over here with power and like we're going to kind of invite people to camp out over here. Like there's power. There's not yeah. power over here. And obviously all this furniture mm -hmm. is placeholder. But this mm -hmm. wall is where Jason's going to have the mural. We've got a huge metal beam here. He had an idea of like completing a phrase like, um, you know, let's grow together on the beam, like smaller up at the ceiling and then trellis coffee bar like on, or just trellis cool. um, on that big wall. So you kind of like look up and down and, and finish the phrase, which That's I think sweet. is dope. Um, but yeah, we'll have some what's like loungey, couchy vibes. Be? Oh, yeah. That's so cool. I was going to ask Jason, what's the mural going to be of? Do you know yet? We don't know yet. I know kind of like the style that it's going to be. So what I'm going to do is paint in like a like probably a higher key color, some thing. But then I'm going to come back with like big fat like paint markers and do like a ton of like smaller little pieces that go all over. So it's going to be a, it's going to be able to, you know, you'll be able to view it from afar and then up close, like, um, pretty well. You can show my respect mural. Yeah. Let's see. Like It'll this be... is one of the things, um, where like I've seen Jason do it other times. And as soon as he was like, we could maybe do that here. I was like, that's going to be real, real nice. Real nice. Clark. Be real nice. Let's see. Jason, do you do um, any like, because you do obviously the murals and obviously the, the graphic design side of things. Do you do any sort of like actual um, like canvas pieces that you sell, like art yeah. um, that you paint and stuff? I do. I haven't. I haven't. I mean, that's that's sort of my background. Um, but I have since pandemic, uh, not quite as much because there's not as many art shows. But I had an analog sure. studio where all we did was paint and, and screen print. But yeah. So I kind of have that respect mural is it'll, it'll be something, nice. you know, yeah, along that cool. same style. Sure. That's awesome. I love that. What about yeah, you, Rachel? Do you do sick. any sort of like art outside of just graphic design? Like do you do any sort of painting or any sort of making outside of it? I used to do a lot more. Um, and I feel like I'm really like missing that. Um, I feel like I've been so busy and stuck in that like sure. digital world um yeah. but i'm trying to get into murals more um i want to just like do some sort of like hands-on something yeah. i don't know <laughs> like pottery awesome. would be so cool yeah i really want to make pottery sweet. but that would be your know. pottery we'll would look so sick with like your style like like your designs on pottery would be so like so cool thanks yeah it would it would be pretty pretty fun so we'll see awesome. if i if i get the time to learn yeah that's cool that's so cool. Yeah, we have a couple um, mural artists. Well, not a couple. There's a lot like here in, in Albuquerque that like their work is so sick. And I wish I could do like I just with me, I can illustrate, but not with paint. Like if it comes to paint, it's so terrible. Like I can't paint for shit. Yeah. It looks so bad. But yeah, yeah, but it's I respect that. That's all so cool. For sure. Yeah. The iPad is amazing, but I feel like it's also ruined me. <laughs> like anytime I just hand draw now, I'm like double tapping with my fingers. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. I think it's one of those things that like it has bridged the gap and made it approachable for people like myself who like the other felt intimidating, but now like br going from digital to analog, like it's like, Oh man, this is so slow and I can't, you know, circle and copy yeah. this thing and iterate 70 times in four seconds. Like once you draw it, it's there. There's no undo. There's yeah. no, well, what mm -hmm. if, it, what if this line went this way? 
without redrawing. I do that though. I, um, I, I double tap my, my sketchbook all the time. It's like, why, yeah. and then I'm surprised why nothing happened. I was like, oh, I'm not magic. Yeah. Nothing makes you feel crazy like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, this is something I've wondered about for a while. Like, and all three of you guys have this, this bone or this muscle or this itch. And I don't. Um, the, like, I need to go express, I need to go like make something just for fun. And like, if you ask me, Hey Josh, like, what do you want to do for fun? I'm going to say, you know, go sit out on my back porch or like go for a walk or, you know, just do something other than my day job. Not like, I love, love doing this work, but I don't want to go like, like, honestly, those are the projects that stump me is, hey, Josh, you haven't made a new sticker in a while for Bright Cole. And I like this is something I need to do. And I'm literally about yeah. to hire somebody to make stickers for me because I always sit down to work on stuff for myself that doesn't feel urgent or mm. like there is no sandbox to play. And it's like, go roam the open but fields and frolic. And I'm saying like, but you're, uh, you're making an entire coffee shop, though. Yeah. You're making oh, a whole no. store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely go. I definitely be making stuff. I just like th- this podcast is another one I've talked about. Like, right. This brings me life to like go f- solve problems and create and book guests and, and, you know, talk out of the side of my neck every Friday. Um, yeah. But like when so it comes to like, like hey, I would never about- pick up my iPad for on a Saturday afternoon. Like, I don't know what I'm going to draw yet. I would never. Uh, do that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, just like creating for the fun of it. Yeah. And if I, I was, I, it would I be, let me take the house industries like lettering book and like pull it up next to you and like learn a skill and draw like 70 Fs next to each other. Like it would sure. not be, let me draw Humpty Dumpty if he was a 90s <laughs> hip hop artist. Like I would not do that, right? See, I get distracted like even during my work day because I want to just draw just like stupid things. Like I like <laughs> that, have you know, just for fun, not stupid things. They're not stupid. They're fun. But like, you know what I mean? Like I just want to draw cutesy things all day, but. You know, sometimes I, I get distracted because I can't. I mean, you've kind of made a career out of drawing yeah. cutesy things, though. Like you, you are literally—I don't mean this as an insult by any stretch. You're like a doodle <laughs> artist. Like you, you make like little yeah, tight illustrations. You know what I'm saying? Like it is literally yeah. like you're the kid who is good enough at drawing on your trapper keeper that you got to make a job out of it. Like that's, that's the actually only way. Right. Like I look yeah. at Jason and, and Rachel, like they have like larger, like illustrated pieces and like, um, so you know, that's a whole different bag of cats. See, I look at, and, uh, I look at Jason and Rachel's stuff and I'm like, dang, I suck. Their stuff is amazing. If it makes you feel any better, no. Ashley, I think that exact same thing. I think there's the, the, illustrator envy that anybody who clicks uh has opened illustrator before like there's the like well i'm not a real boy because i don't make you know dave matthews gig posters yeah um, yeah. That was another so, one. yeah i mean i say it. I, I i think that we fall into a trap though like you think that you know you have to make something so that dave matthews will like it but uh to me, it's like, I make the stuff I like making like that, like the dog that you pulled up for Eleni and I, it's a perfect example. Like 99% of the people, if they got a chance to do something for a major league sport would not draw a Pick silly a dog. dog with a gold chain and yeah. a crown. Like they would, they would do what they think that is appropriate. But for me, it's like, I'm going to draw the stuff that I like to draw. And sometimes the corner store buys it. And sometimes a pro sports team buys it. But at yeah. the end of the day, like to me, the work is the same. 
Um, yeah, you're still doing what you love. That's yeah. And, and, and I know for a fact that no agency or any boss really at all would ever let me pitch, even pr- bring up ideas like that. Sure. You know, it's like, oh, let's do a dog with like brandishing a championship ring. Like, you know, but I pitched that stuff and it's like, they saw my Instagram, they saw my website, like they know what yeah. I do before they called. And so they're not surprised whenever that's what I say. In fact, like I had, I had somebody that was like, oh man, we thought you'd do something cool. I was like, well, I'll do something cool then. You know, like I, I, you know, was trying to be a little bit more conservative with the stuff. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want that. We want, we want the stuff you do. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. we wanted yeah. some funk on the track. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Uh, yeah. Rachel, what's Somebody's- your background? Like, like business wise, like, have you worked in an agency before you've been freelance the whole time? Or like, what's your, what's your deal? So went to college for art, uh, graduated, couldn't find a job. Um, like just work in the restaurant industry you for said, a while. Screw it. I'm going to the desert and I'm going to bl- become Instagram. <laughs> no big yeah. Deal. That came later. I was actually living in Louisiana during all of this. Um, okay. And yeah. And then, um, yeah. And then I got a job at like a van wrap company, like oh, cool. creating wraps for vans. <laughs> Everyone always says that. And I thought so too. I was like, this will be fun. It was like, pretty miserable it was not fun um, but I, I, yeah no <laughs> that does not sound like, sexy at all no no it was like create a wrap for this lawnmower company and i was like putting grass on it it was yeah it was rough <laughs> um uh but yeah before that i was like already starting my own business um so that was kind of like getting some traction so i i quit on the third day of that job i was like okay this sucks <laughs> and then i was like all right now i, like I have that. to do it like i'm i'm all in um you know it was like that super exciting moment like yeah i'm doing it and then like the day after i was Ooh, like what the heck did i do like what am i doing <laughs> like um so that was rough but like i feel like that really was like the push i needed to just be like okay i'm full-time into this um that's cool like i have to make it because i really don't want to go back to the desk job so yeah, I just kind of hmm. spent the last, it's been four years since then. So just spent those last four years just really honing that in. And um, yeah, and then the last couple of years have been a lot more travel. So that's been kind of brought into cool. my art. That's yeah. cool. Can, can we talk about that, that little like unreality moment or like window? It usually lasts like a short amount of time for me. But that like warm afterglow of quitting a job, uh, I haven't done it much. Oh, yeah. Like I'm, I'm usually like a ride or die, like stay at a job too long kind of guy. Um, do not enjoy massive life change, even that's coming from the guy who <laughs> is launching a coffee shop and doing like 17 other things. But yeah, uh, yeah so like, but like I distinctly remember that like the the day that I quickly like hung up the spurs at five. I went and like a buddy's like, you could play golf today. I was like, I should probably try and go like pay my mortgage next month. But yeah, let's go do that. Like, <laughs> let's let's go. Let's go right off in the sunset. And that was uh, it, it, that's the kind of stuff that's like, holy crap, I should be scared. But I'm kind of happy. And like, yeah, you know, it just feels like when you're, uh, you sure. know, there's, there's moments that don't feel like real time, like you're in an airport time. that Reality is suspended. That's the same thing. Like the day after you quit, you're like. What what do I do now? Yeah, uh, it's kind of yeah. great. It's kind of great. Yeah, you guys all yeah. three have I, worked I was, in, in printing. Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's okay. It's it's all good. 
Go for it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's good. Go ahead. So, Ashley, may, maybe if, if for, for the next season, we might need to consider a tool other than StreamYard because I think there's like a uh, like a two-second delay between like when I start interrupting someone and when they actually hear me interrupting them. And so it just makes for some real uncomfortable moments. Maybe we need to. <laughs> Awkward. Just awkward yeah. silence. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no. Or maybe you just you just like to talk too much. So maybe that's what the problem is. You know what I mean? Like maybe well, you just gotta let and, talk. <laughs> and and we fixed we fixed that the past couple episodes by me working during the call. And so like I'm yeah. have something to do and I'm focused and not I don't I don't feel like I have to just speak no, just incessantly. Um, but yeah, you guys have all worked in like printing at some capacity or another, it sounds like. And I've been a digital boy uh, in a material world my whole life. And I feel <laughs> like, I correct me if I'm wrong, maybe I just like found my lane early. I didn't miss anything because, you know, nothing sounds more life-sucking than trying to apply a decal or get some color exactly right. And the art that you're working with sucks. Like you're talking about the, 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 lawn, the, the lawn company with the grass. Like I just applied that trellis decal to the front of the cold cart and it took like 45 minutes of like you know, <laughs> scraping out the bubbles. And I'm like, yeah, but the end product was so fulfilling and like you yeah. know, everything snapped into place and it felt great and it was my thing and it was a passion project. But yeah. I cannot fathom spending four hours of an afternoon like trying to get the three in the phone number on the landscaping trailer thing yeah. and it all looks like poop on a stick and you're just like well it's done now uh i guess i can do something else like i don't know did i just no, paint the print industry in a really bad light or is no. that most of it it's like anything you get good at it i mean we i started off doing working at a sign shop and we designed and made uh radio station vans and it wasn't printed wraps so it was all cut vinyl and so we'd have these decals that were like van sized and there'd just be two of us like holding this thing and if it oh, touches wow. itself we're done and <laughs> there was like people that have been doing it forever and they could just like walk up there and slap it up there and just like be done in seconds and that's crazy. It's just wild. like anything you get good at it that's that funny see so i had like the best of both worlds like when we had our screen printing shop i I would never print anything. Like it was always like my husband and, and the, our dudes that work for us. So I was always just in charge of like the art and separating the art. Um, and I mean, I would go down there, but I think I pulled a squeegee maybe once in the five, six years we owned that shop. So I never had to do any of that stuff. Cause I didn't, I don't know. I guess, I think I actually would have probably liked it. It was just at the time we had little kids. So I was at home with them too. So I just never did it. Mm -hmm. So Maybe I would, maybe I could get into it because there is a part of me that loves that Zen state of life. Like I, I used to cut grass in like college and high school and I do enjoy like, you know, if you just, you just do the steps and the thing is done. Yeah. And I love making drinks for people. Um, and like, you know, that get to do that all the time for the, for the coffee shop and like just working the process and like doing something that is somewhat challenging with your hands, but it's not you know, problem solving. It is following yeah. steps correctly. Like that does appeal to me. And I would assume like pulling screens is really similar. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe to a degree wrapping radio and landscaping vans could get to that point too, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's definitely something really fulfilling about like physically making stuff. Like, I mean, I love doing that with 
obviously like the keychains I make figuring, like I had to figure out how to do that. And, you know, now it's, it's fun or even just making like stuff, making stuff with my hands or like building stuff. I love Mm -hmm. doing that. I just like seeing stuff out, my stuff out in the world. That's always my thing. It's one, it's one thing to fire up a screen and see your work on a website, but to look out the window and and see it physically out there. Yeah. To me, it's just cool. Especially like, like I do a lot of t-shirt design and whenever I'm at an event or something and, and multiple people have on shirts that I've designed and yeah. not because they know I'm going to be there or anything. It's just like, they're just wearing these shirts I made. It's like, Oh snap. Like, yeah. You know, I, I yeah. made all this stuff that's, that's here. Uh, to me, that's, that's, that's a really like validating kind of cool yeah. thing to be able to walk out and, and have like come back to you in a way. That's so cool. Yeah. See, the craziest thing that's to me thing, is especially I've, at cars. Oh, heck yeah. Like I've experienced that with seeing like shirts out and about, but the craziest thing for me now is like going to like a local Goodwill or something and then seeing those shirts now on like the rack. And I'm like, dang, that's so crazy. That's how old, like they're like nobody, like they're not, I don't know. They're like vintage now, but it's just, it's funny. All right. You want to know a real humbling experience is I used to play music back in the day and you know, when you walk into your local second and Charles and you see your your CD on the rack for like, please take it. It's free, like two dollars. Just get, <laughs> get it out of, out of here. here. And you're like, not only did someone not want this anymore, but like the store doesn't even want it either. Like, cool. Very, very nice. Very nice experience, guys. Also, this is embarrassing that my face is in this in this place right now. Um, so. Ashley, I, I think I've heard, I know, I think the rest of us have kind of nosed up against it, but is it a, is it every graphic designer's dream to do a mural or to have your, like, I think we all agree we want our work to get like used out in the world, but I have this aching desire. Don't want to do t-shirts. Don't want to do other things, but like to actually paint a mural, extremely appealing to me. Rachel, I know you touched oh, yeah. on that. Actually, is there any level of that for you too? Is that just all of us? We all want that. We all want to be I, illustrators and paint murals. I would love that. I mean, like I said, cause here just in Albuquerque, we're like, it's very, the culture here is there's a ton of art and there's tons of murals and um, you know, that, that style of stuff. So yeah, I mean, I would love that, but then looking at my, like, there's no way I could do it. Like, like in comparison to like the artists that are here, like it would just look like how poop. So, like, what? I'm no, like, there's no, no way. Listen, it would be cool. There is a way <laughs> life finds a way. I've, I've made it a, a mission in life to quote Jurassic Park as much as possible and interweave it yeah. into all conversations. Yeah. But Jason, so with that yeah. being said, you've got three people who understand design are mm-hmm. like bumping into mural work and are interested in it. Like what's the like crash course yeah. from uncle Craig? We could, we could like, what's the best like baby step maybe. Um, the best baby step is to go paint baby rooms. Like that's what I do. Um, <laughs> so, so everybody wants, everybody had, you know, when they have like their nursery and they have a new kid, like if it's a boy, they want like a baseball room or I just did like a Winnie the Pooh room. And what you do is you go and practice inside people's houses, like on the walls and like get really good at painting, you know, get good with brushes, get good with paint, but that's the way to do it. If somebody pays you yeah, a thousand bucks to do a baby room, like you're going to get to experiment and try a whole bunch of stuff that you don't have to worry about. Like it's not going to go on your Instagram. It's not going to taint your brand or anything, but you get good at that. And then it's easy to go out in the world and paint something you really want to. So, um, that's, that's my secret. Like I go to, I go to the a county over 
and paint baby rooms and nobody would ever know that but i've done a hundred of them like that's so cool really <laughs> well and the other well, part of a couple this year is <laughs> that's crazy he said i'm not i'm yeah. never outgrowing the baby rooms that's my bread and butter I'm a Jason yeah, Craig. Somebody looks at your Instagram and they're you got the drop down on your website. They're like, wow, this guy's like real into like this thug, yeah. kind of like gangster, like dark yeah. stuff. And you're like, yeah, I do baby rooms. Paint baby rooms. <laughs> Paint baby rooms. I'm telling you, I mean, think about it. Think of all the different the different techniques you can use. I mean, people want clouds on the ceiling, people want cartoon characters, they want nature, they want all kinds of different things. And it just gives you a chance to get like practice with those tools and like almost like a perfect environment because it's yeah. like inside is clean. The walls are smooth and yeah. You just, and then you also like, like for me, like I know it's a lot of people project, too, right? Meals. Like you're not, it's not yeah. So you're, you're in not, air conditioning. It's not yeah, hot outside. You got time. light if you want right. it or not. And then you, you're yeah. not, uh, you don't have the stage fright too of like bum yeah. walking past you on the street and asking you how right. you're doing this. You're like, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying. Sorry. Right. Another so there's all that stuff. Another good one would be pediatric offices too. Like mm -hmm. every pediatrician we go to, their walls are like painted with Nemo or some right. other character. <laughs> yeah, and you can just gradually like just work your way up. Yeah, but I mean, you think about that, like anything that you can do to practice your your tools. And like I do this mural camp with kids and I, it's like next month and we did it last year and I take them out and guide them to do like a mural out in town and as teenagers. And then I challenge them to go home and like paint the wall in their bedroom. You know, ask their parents like if they can paint their bedroom wall or like go to their like the 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 whatever pool they're they're members of or whatever. And it's like go ask if you can paint like the back side of the pool house. You know, like find somewhere where you can go do this. Because like to me, murals are are every one of them you build you make, like you get more confidence. And so mm, it's just like, yeah. like, I remember people would be like, what's the biggest wall? Like they're hiring me. Like, what's the biggest wall you've ever painted? And I was like, I don't know. Is it going to be your wall? You know, it's like, it doesn't matter. Like, like, Could be you. Like, it, I want to do like a five story building. You know, I want to do, yeah. I want to do something people can't do. And so um, like the coffee shop and all that will be fun. And that'll be like a really cool place where I can be like, go down there and see my work. But like, I want to do a five story building. That's just like part of the landscape. I didn't. I didn't so, tell you this, Jason, but we are planning on expanding just vertically. So we're not going to open additional locations. We're just going to keep perfect. adding. Like we'll have a parking deck, <laughs> and it'll just be a a, ta a coffee tower. It's just more oh, trellis. Just more. Just more. Just more <laughs> no, I just so in the private chat, uh, Josh. I just put this guy that I just started following, and I thought it'd be kind of cool for us to look at his work. He does like painting, but he also does stuff with wood. And uh, I just want to get your guys' thoughts on it because it's so freaking sick. And yeah, I he's one of my favorite. Alex is one of my favorite artists. It's so yeah. cool. Yeah, like that's that's something like that's the kind of stuff when you said like you're jealous yeah. and like want to do that stuff. Like that's, that's the I kind of stuff I wish I could do. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like that's so freaking holy cool. smokes. Yeah, his stuff is great. Mm -hmm. And like the layers to it, not just like visually, but like physically, like the the yeah. skull inside the happy face. And and he cuts Man. all those. He cuts those out by hand too. So like he, cool. He doesn't have like a computer cutting those things. He does it all himself. Oh wow, that's so cool. Yeah, I would love to learn how to yeah. to do that. To use like a, mm -hmm. I don't even know what the tool is called, but you know, to cut the wood and stuff like that would be mm -hmm. so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's one of Jason, my favorite. Can I, right there. can I just be a 
uh, a kid for your your mural camp? Can I just come to one of your mural camp days? Everybody asks that. I'm just going to have to do a grown folks mural camp when I paint my five story buildings. I'll sit back in a lawn chair and I'll be like, "You're doing great, Josh." <laughs> all right, all right. I need y'all to go paint the the, yeah. the huge go two floors of red. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, you guys ever watch? Uh, do you, do any of you are any of you a fan of the show Ink Master? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, literally that's my favorite show of all time. But like the challenges <laughs> they do are so freaking sick. Like, and that just reminded mm. me of like how they do murals of like giant buildings and they have, you know, 14, 15 people all working at it one time. But yeah. it's so cool. Yeah. Or they'll like make a make a picture out of nails. Yes. Yeah. The stuff they do is so insane. I love it. I'm obsessed with that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex Yo, James um, is one of my one of my favorite artists. That's cool. Yeah, I'm here for this for sure. So, Jason, in the name, I'm a, I'm a big like practical guy, uh, and mm-hmm. I also need things to be over explained typically. Uh, so, like, let's say I was going to go paint a baby room tomorrow, and yeah. I I know again I'm okay with like I can get on the computer, mock up something that I want to draw on the wall. That part of it. I'm not as worried about, but like, okay, what are my steps? Like, what kind of paint do I use? Do I just go and get like bare from, from Home Depot so, or do like. Yeah. So if I got one sitting here. So I use, uh, I use Cheryl Williams paint. They don't pay me or nothing to, but, uh, to say that, but I use their paint. This paint episode from Cheryl Williams. Um, because you know how when you like paint a room and then you got to like paint it like three times because yeah. it just doesn't cover. Mm-hmm. Like it's so much cheaper to buy better paint. And so, yeah, I okay. buy Sterling paint. You can get sample quarts of that for like twelve bucks, and okay. a quart of paint goes a long way when you're doing uh, characters and stuff and using multiple colors. Um, but I start there, and and I get I just get all my colors premixed. Like I have swatch books, just like I would have a Pantone book. I have a paint swatch book, and okay. um, and so I just pick my colors from that, and then. I call them up and I'm just like, Hey, I'm painting inside. And that like that tricorn black is like their blackest black. Like that's what I get for black. Um, so I know a lot of the colors and I know a lot of the numbers. I know the numbers for sure. Williams, like I know my Pantone numbers now. Um, I love that. I love how sad post, most popular too. colors are too. It's like, uh, just sad, it's just yeah. all the shades of beige. Yeah. Agreeable that's gray. Crazy. I like that. <laughs> Agreeable. <laughs> yeah, accessible beige. And not to be confused with agreeable gray. We've got accessible beige. <laughs> Inoffensive so, I mean, cream. Yeah. So I think about it just kind of like whenever you had your whenever you had the, the brand guides for trellis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, build build a palette, you know, show them, you know, here's here's what I'm thinking. So like I just did one that was Winnie the Pooh. Well, I could go like a couple of ways. You want like the new, like Disney-ish, like Winnie the Pooh, or do you want the old school? Yeah, like, like more painterly Winnie the yeah, Pooh. Yeah. And they wanted the old school one, so like that was a little bit of a challenge because yeah. then I had to like make it look like an artist painted it, as yeah. opposed to it was That's printed funny. on the wall in stickers, like cartoons. So, um, yeah. yeah, it's just it's just challenging. But I I think that you know you start out and like you can project stuff and trace it up there on the wall and 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 paint it. And it's not. I mean, really, anybody could do that. And it just takes time and you just get good at it and learn tricks. Um, but I got like, I'm to the, I, I try to, I try to do everything without a projector because it limits a lot of stuff. Mainly you have to get out there at like five in the morning when it's dark, if you're going to project things and it kind of sucks like drawing with pencil on a wall in the dark, especially on brick mm-hmm. or something. 
So um, there's some other tricks like doodle grids. And, you know, I always have this thought that if I drew something once, I can draw it twice. And so it doesn't have to look exactly like this thing to the point where I'm tracing it. Like as long as it looks the same intent, nobody really knows that it didn't look just like what sure. I get. Yeah. That's All right. Cool. So again, in the name of, of ignorance and education, what is a doodle grid? Okay. So a doodle grid, let's see if that was, is that like the paper here. with the holes in it that you can like, okay. Like so right there, so right there, so, so go back to that YouTube video. You don't have to click on the YouTube video, but just hover. Nope. Scroll down. Nope. This with the mouth right there. Okay. So you see, you see those like glyphs on the left, like how it's just like a yes. bunch of scribble scrabble. Okay, so yeah. remember like in school when you draw like a grid and then you would look at the thing, you'd be like, okay, this line goes here, yeah. you know, and like you okay. copy it. Well, when you're up on a wall, the last thing you want to be able to do is like lean back and be like counting the grid in, you know, you get lost okay. if it's a grid okay. and you don't know where you're at. You can, if you're off one, then your whole mural shifted. Okay. So what you do is you get up there and, and like, I just use the alphabet. So you just A, B, C, D, and you just make a bunch of that. And then you take a picture of the wall and in Photoshop overlay your image. Oh and then like, gosh. you can see, like you can see the, see the white lines that aren't painted yet. Yeah. Yes. Like, so, so you use those doodles as your guide to see where those lines would go. That so is that's your fascinating. Now, now there's that is one, so there's cool. one, but there's one trick to it though. Okay. You have to be able to, you have to be able to paint. <laughs> Yeah, you you have to be able to paint to do this. Um, but click on, uh, type in um, just Atlanta Outcast mural, okay. like Atlanta Outcast mural, and and it's a it's a great example of um, um, Jack's used a, a doodle grid and kind of pioneers that style. So that right there was done the exact same way with like a doodle, and then you just so cool. gets up there and can see where where everything's going to be based on that that grid so um okay yeah if you can if you can paint this you can feels the doodles quite literally can, impossible um that's so like, like <laughs> seeing like seeing stuff like that is literally like that's amazing to me like that someone can yeah do i'm that. talking like, about like so single cool. color vines uh yeah so that's like the best of the best right there that's yeah. like looks like a photo like and, it looks like a photo like that's wild yeah that's, that's, why single I, color. that's why I'm so excited about that show with uh, that Ink Master show. Like to see people actually tattoo art like on people, like that's so cool. It's like magic. Like it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But that mural, the Outcast mural is so cool. Yeah. And that's that and that's that doodle grid. So um, you know, if there's a if you ever saw like a work in process of that, you'll see where it's like that. And one thing that's kind of cool, I like to involve people. Um whenever I'm out there working. And so like, if you're doing that, that doodle, or even like the first couple of days that you're working on something, like if little kids walk by, you can let them come up and paint. Cause they can't really mess it up. As long mm -hmm. as like on the last day you tighten it up and everything. That's cool. You can let strangers, you can let kids paint. And then you think about that, like then they have some kind of connection to it. And every time they drive by yeah. they're like, Oh, I painted some of that. Or he let the kids paint some of that. And cool. it just adds right. to that experience. So we've got, you know, we got a wall. Let's say it's already prepped. We're doing the baby room, right? Um, and then, or you're you're taking, you know, it's presumably not some crazy contrast, like thick coat of paint to do your doodle grid, right? But you're making a doodle yeah. grid with paint. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. 
And then you're taking like chalk or pencil and like actually sketching your thing that you're trying to put on top of it. Yeah. And then what? Or and then more, you're using Sherwin Williams. Yeah. Uh, you're using your Sherwin Williams for the actual like mural itself. And mm-hmm. then what kind of brushes? Because like I, I brought up sign painters. If you guys haven't seen it, this is a documentary about like letter letter painter or sign painter. I don't know how else to describe it. It's pretty self-explanatory. Um, sign painters in, in the United States and kind of how that industry has, has changed over time. It's free. It's utterly delightful. Uh, I watched it for the second time a couple of months ago. And they're, they're like they're, they're talking about like it's this like guy that looks like he's geeked out of his mind, like he is not making good life choices. And he's talking about how he has a thousand dollars worth of brushes in this little like ratty toolbox shed. And I look at that and I go, that's sick. I'm not going to go spend a thousand dollars on brushes to go do the baby room, right? No, What's my you don't need super to. long? <laughs> okay, what, what do I need to get at Home Depot to go uh, paint the baby room? So. <laughs> I use a lot of these like flat, bright brushes, what they're called bright. Um, I don't know where this brush came from. It's just sitting on my desk. This isn't an actual brush that I can remember using in my life. Um, but like Liquitex makes these Liquitex freestyle brushes. And so I have like all different sizes. I've never actually used this great big brush, um, but Liquitex freestyle that makes some pretty cool, cool products. And uh, I have no idea which, what I would use this for because it's real thin, but like if I was doing something, say that I was going to paint like some crazy calligraphy on the side of a building, yeah. like I could right. probably use that. This was just what was in within reach of me. I mean, I have tons and tons of brushes, um, but for the most part, like there's some stuff too. So I will, like I use these little cups and you can use little plastic cups too, but I put this much paint in there and like I have a jar of water and like pretty much, Where'd that other brush go? Whatever I did with that that crappy brush I just had, um, you could pretty much do an entire, like all the design stuff. There it is. So like with with this stuff and some paint, you can pretty much do anything. Like you don't need a ton of tools. Like you really don't. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm oversimplifying it because I've done it's It's just like what you said about the, it's like the van wrap thing. You know, it's really difficult for you to put on a decal and it'd probably be a little bit difficult for you to paint Winnie the Pooh in a baby room. But um, you learn and you learn tricks well, and you figure out stuff that didn't you didn't have to do. Um, there you go. Those liquid text freestyle. Well, no, so like that, what you that universal flat is like I have I have universal flat brushes that I've been using for 20 years. The same brush and that oh, wow. universal angle. Yeah, um, I have those splatter brushes I've never used. I have those paddle brushes, which I end up ruining. I use that brush a lot. Um, that's okay. that's my main like big brush. Um, okay. So I use that a lot. Yeah, and okay. and you know, this is. I mean, twenty two dollars. Think of that. Twenty two dollars for a brush seems like a lot of money, but I've had like I had one. I had three of those, and one of them disintegrated in my hand. I'd been using it so long. Like it finally just like it had no more will left to live and it and it finally just completely <laughs> fell apart. Yeah. It wasn't the br- please. It wasn't the little hairs, it was the the handle that, that disintegrated. The whole thing. The whole thing just, just fell apart. <laughs> I mean it was like if all your hair fell out of please. Like, let me like, die. I'm I'm tired now. Um, Time to go to just let me brush be. heaven. But yeah. But yeah, so I use a lot of those. I use a lot of those right there. 
and then um for like for like outlining and stuff i use um like a like a liquid text like long um like number seven round brush or something like that like like yeah, those right there. The, go to flat. Not, I use the round for some stuff, but most of the time I use flat because the flat you can kind of turn on its side and get several line widths. So like, okay, yeah, that's cool. You know, yeah. so you can get a lot out of one one. You can get a lot out of one brush. So if you turn it this way, you get a line that's that thick. If you turn it this way, you sure. get a line that's that thick. So I don't know. Is there a specific type of like uh, chalk or pencil that you use for like the prep stuff? Um, so graphite, if you use, if you use just a normal pencil, it'll show through the paint and you can't, it doesn't matter how much paint you put over, you'll see that pencil underneath it. it I mean, you can put an inch of there and somehow that pencil still shows through. Mm. So I use chalk, like just the same sidewalk chalk that I use for chalkboards, but a trick is like, it seems like it's a no brainer, but it, you don't think of it is to actually draw in the color that you're going to paint. So draw the draw the red parts red, draw the blue parts blue, <laughs> and then you know what you're painting. There's so many times, like for years, I just get up there with like any color and draw the whole thing. I'm like, all right, what is this shape? And I'm trying to figure out what it is that I'm supposed to be painting. And then one day, like I think a child or something said, "Why don't you just draw them in the color they're going to be?" I was like, That's a "Great idea." Uh, but so yeah. You don't have like a, a specific kind of that, like you get it at a craft store or anything. No, I bought my chalk at Walmart. It's like four, like like five bucks for a for a like big fan Crayola sidewalk chalk. Okay, that's what I use for all that stuff. That is wild. Okay, so, so yeah. uh, again, a successful episode of Making a Mark, where even if no one else enjoyed the episode and was bored out of their mind, this unlocked so much stuff for me. Yeah, like, no, it's, it's so literally cool. all those little. <laughs> It, all those like little like things that like will literally stop you in your tracks. You're like standing there in the store and you're like, I don't want to buy the wrong thing. Like, how do I even get started? Because like, I feel like from to what we've talked about today, you could take a room in your office or in your house and go like make a smiley face and do follow all the right steps. And like, okay, uh-huh. that's, that's how this works. Now let me go design something that I actually want to put out there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause like, I have no desire to, make money off of that or become a famous mural artist. But there's a huge part of me that like, we've got a brick wall in our backyard. I would love to put something cooler than tan paint on that. That's what uh, I was going like to say. Back- That's what I want to do in our backyard too, is do a mural mm-hmm. back there with yeah. my kids and stuff. Like, and just make it fun. But I'm scared. I'm so biased right now. <laughs> Let me see. I might have, my, I may or may not. I have, my, my office, I swear to God, my office is not a mess. I just don't know where anything is. <laughs> um, but they have these, so they have these caps for the, for like, if you're going to start spray painting, because eventually you're going to mm-hmm. learn that you like, you can cover a lot more with spray paint. Um, but they make these caps, they call them Lego heads. And it's just a little yellow universal cap for spray paint. And you mm. can pretty much do everything with that. So if you start with those, the, the Lego head and, any spray paint you can do a lot with that too so and you can go out to your brick wall and paint the whole thing and just mess around man in in proper uh you know making a mark fashion the episode did not go anywhere we planned on because we didn't really have a super tight plan going in but it's it's just perfectly perfect perfect place perfect people perfect time because now We've got our season finale 
kind of wrapping up here. Actually, we're way over time. Thank you all for hanging with us. Um, <laughs> but uh, y'all down in the comments, let us know what we should draw for the day unless actually uh, thinks of something. But yeah, like this is perfect. Like everybody can go binge all the episodes they missed over the season. Yeah. And then take the nuggets from the last season to work on your summer project, which is a mural. Everyone will have a, yeah. summer, right. um, a baby room. mural thing. That'd be cool. So go I paint feel a baby like room. for the for the go um, doodle, like uh, the theme of this episode, there's been a couple themes. There's been dogs. We've talked. You guys yeah. have said the word taint a couple times. We can't draw that. I <laughs> and yes, you did. We've also talked about baby <laughs> baby rooms. I did. And murals a lot. So I think it has to be like a mural that we could draw in one minute of maybe some a baby dog. Okay. I was green. thinking, I really thought you were going a different direction that I thought we were going like dog taint route. And I was like, wow, Ashley no. getting aggressive uh -oh. with the, with the visuals. We're not, we're not drawing to be taint, that's for sure. a baby holding a spray can is nice. <laughs> I like that rise. Um, and Jason, to be fair, you didn't use it in the gross way. You used it in the like, mar, don't mar, don't taint your uh, reputation, true. which that's is true. Uh, much more becoming and less middle schooler of you than, than my usage twice now that I've done. Um, yeah. So the way this works, everybody get out your Sharpie and your pencil or your, uh, your Sharpie and your paper. How fried is Josh? 20 out of 15 this week. Um, and Ashley, we're going to, we're going to do, uh, we're going to call it, we're going to say baby mural. So it could be a ba a baby room mural, or it could be a baby doing a mural or a baby dog. Um, any, any of those things, it's, it's, it's an all draw. We got a 60 second timer. I don't literally don't even know what I'm about to do. Me Set, either. Go. <laughs> go. This is so bad. <laughs> yeah. We got two like actual like illustrators on the episode today. That always makes me a little more sweaty. Actually. Good. I don't know about you. No. I don't know about you. That's why we, uh, we talked about it when we had, um, What's his face on? Um, Josh Noom. Noom, yeah. It's like, hey, that's why we have a sixty-second timer because we can't let we we have a, a fifteen-foot race with Usain Bolt. Like he can only be so much faster than you. Um, if it's if the distances are short enough. This is so ugly. Oh my god. <laughs> this might be one of my best. I think I'm going to frame this. I'm going to speed up. Oh, and that's time. Dang. I, this is the problem, actually. I do good, <laughs> and then I have a little bit of time left, and then I ruin it with the and details that I should not have <laughs> yeah. had. Yeah. That's what Fine. I did. All right. So, everybody, we're going to hold up, and then we're going to go around the room one by one and show our work. So, here is my. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Rachel, this is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. So, so good. is Jason. Those are good. Mine is so right. what, <laughs> what about mine, Ashley? Is mine cool? Talk about Wait, how mine is, is cool. Is it a burrito? Right, what so is I'll it? Go, I'll go first. It? No, it's a baby. It's a baby bottle. I was trying to do it in like, um, yeah, it's a baby bottle filled with originally coffee, but then I was like, that's the whole thing is just going to look black. And then I was had like paint dribbles like coming off of it. Yeah. Then the paint dribbles kind of ruined it and made it like difficult it. to see. So it's it's a bad, bad rendition of a baby graffiti bottle. 
That's All right, funny. Ashley, you next. Show us your mega baby. Brenda, a roly baby holding a spray can. It's so ugly. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> oh, yes. I could never do that. It reminds me of, uh, I can't remember the, like what the brand is, but like one of those like 80s Michelin or 90s man. like baby doll brands. Or maybe Michelin oh. Man. Yeah, just, yeah. Is it the Cabbage Patch <laughs> like dolls cabbage that have like... Kid. Yeah. Like hardcore, like they've got like dimples on the front of their knees, like in, intense like obesity the, problems. Do you guys remember the the garbage pail kids? Mm-hmm. That's this is showing my age. Yeah, garbage yeah, pail kids. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're so cool. I used to love that. Ah, Jason, I love it. Jason or Rachel definitely want <laughs> Rachel, let's see yours because yeah. yours is sick. Like yours is oh, it's, a good Jason. it's definitely not a baby, but it's a baby it's dog. It's so cute. I don't draw babies, so I think that's Rachel <laughs> Rachel's is like tattoo ready today, like crushed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In a minute. That's so cool. Right on your thigh. It's perfect. It's ready to go. <laughs> yeah. Jason, what you oh. got, dog? This one's mine's, I can't see y'all and my thing at the same that's time. Awesome. So <laughs> no, that's perfect. I think I tried. I you got fr- it all. I I, it looks like a French bulldog, and I love that. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. it literally is so good. And, yeah, and the thing is, is that like the the like that I would show that to a client. Like if you look at like my yeah, dog, yeah, yeah. like the, like like that, like that's what I would show a client. Like so, it's like a French bulldog with a baby, like this, and they'd be like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, just like that." And then that's what I would that's what I would base my whole career on <laughs> is John, the yeah. drawings like that. That's so yeah. cool. I love it. That's yeah, awesome. that's so cool. I don't know. But, oh, there he is. I was like, I thought Josh. I thought Josh left, and I was like, uh, "Hey guys, I don't I don't know what I'm doing." Okay. No, we back. got our we got our face appearance in. <laughs> yep, there it is. Yeah, you can watch Pinkalicious. But guys, Pink thank you all so much for your time today. This has been an absolute blast. And yeah, thank uh, you guys. I really could not have possibly fathomed a more fulfilling and delightful season finale than what we just did here today. And here, take it. Take it. You take it and run. Mm-hmm. Take it <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you all so much. We'll have links for everybody down in the show notes. And uh, don't forget your summer reading assignment of go paint a mural and i'll have links yeah. to some of the things that we looked at in the episode today no we should uh, legitimately am, do that and then have jason come back and rachel come back and they can both critique like, us critique them yeah that'd be so cool we can like actually take our phones out there and like show them <laughs> our mural. how did i yeah. do dad yeah <laughs> does it look yeah, good yeah. Great. <laughs> rachel, rachel can actually take her murals to to exotic places and just paint rocks in the desert and <laughs> Uh, I don't know, like the I'm legal sure implications yeah. of that, but that's yeah. that's way more vibey than a uh, baby room. Like that's yeah. Anyway, but guys, love you all. This has been great. Um, yeah. Actually, and I've considered kicking around doing like Instagram lives over the summer, maybe, or um, you know, we don't know. Pending the amount, the colossal amount of work that the coffee shop entails, like, are, is this going to come back in the fall? Are we going to kick it the next spring? Or is this the end of the show forever? Who knows? But we've enjoyed it. I think you do it. I and, think you do uh, it from the coffee shop. Oh, shoot. Oh, shoot. that's a, that's a, that's a baller move. I feel like we've invited the family. <laughs> in. um, there you go. You know, for all of my clients, shop. all of my clients that are worried, like, Oh, God, is Josh uh, about to like drop all of our projects and does he still do logos anymore? Yes, nope. I'm sending you guys nope. an email soon. Oh, Jason, nope. don't, don't say No, that. he doesn't. Come to he me doesn't. and I will help you. Yeah, he doesn't do any of that anymore. It's all coffee all the time. Oh, no. 24 hours a day. Nothing but coffee. 
Cortados, cappuccinos, lattes, cortados. It's all that. No, no, no. (laughs) Help y'all. Peace. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you had as much fun as I did. You can join us live for recordings on YouTube Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'd love to have you come hang out with us in the live chat. You can follow along on Instagram at Making a Mark Pod to help us make these episodes. That's right, you'll be voting on topics, nominating guests, and tagging us in your work for a chance to have it featured on an episode. Visit makingamarkpod.com for even more info and context. This is home base, but Instagram is probably where the party's at. If you like the show and want more of this, share a link to the episode with a friend. Until next time, adios.